Hello, my name is Michael McMaster, and this is my podcast called An Open Mind. You would not believe what I go through to do this. Um, I have coffee with me today. I need it. So I've been looking at um, the podcast and who's listening to them, or I don't know your name, um, in different parts of the world on that, and what people are interested in. And um, what's interesting is that healing keeps coming up. It's actually my number one podcast at the present time. And uh, I think I did it. I think it's not the last one, the one before, I think it was. And so I, I find that interesting because I'm not sure the demographic that this podcast reach. Are you 50? Are you 150? Or are you five? <laughs> I don't know. So I, I find that that's very, very interesting. And the thing that I try to do is that I try to draw from real life experiences that I might have had, like in the last week or two weeks or three weeks, as opposed to just, um, you know, putting something on that, you know, some topic, oh, let me find some topic. And so I try to draw from what's around me and, you know, and try to put it together somehow. I don't write anything down or anything like that. I, I, I do it from, you know, my essence kind of thing, kind of thing. <laughs> so... Hmm. You know, it happiness is a big thing. And what I've found in, in all the people that I've spoken to over the years who might bring me their problems and whatever, what are they really looking for? They're really looking for happiness and peace of mind. So, I mean, I've seen this so many times with people. And I'm sure listening to this, you're all thinking the same thing. Is it like happiness in my relationships or happiness in my work or happiness in my life? So happiness is actually the thing in so many ways that we're all searching for. But each of us has different criteria on what happiness means or what happiness is to each individual. It can be you could have a million different ideas on what happiness actually means. So you might say, you know, like my sense of happiness. Now, I've said this before, I am like a Buddhist, Taoist, right? And I was very much into the physical things of life. I mean, I've had them. Um, I've lived in great houses. I've had, you know, expensive cars. I've had all that. None of that made me happy. It was all stuff that I had to take care of. And so over the years, as time has gone on, I've realized that happiness only exist in one place, and the only true happiness that can exist, that cannot be taken away from you, is the happiness that exists within inside of you, regardless. Now, I'm standing here doing this podcast, and I've had a tumultuous week, two weeks, for sure. But I'm standing here happy, and it's not that the circumstances don't mean anything to me. It's not that the circumstances don't affect me. They do. But I don't allow something else to dictate how I should feel. I can feel empathy. <laughs> empathy. I can feel sadness. But I am the person who generates or doesn't generate my own happiness. In people's lives, in my life, 
I am not responsible for somebody else's happiness or sadness. They are. They are not responsible for my happiness or my sadness. I am. I choose those emotions. So in the general sense of life, you can decide to be however you choose to be, regardless. I used to live next to these little Mexican families. On one side, I had Mexican families. On the other side of me, I had normal, I don't know, family. I used to watch the Mexican families. They had nothing, nothing. They were the happiest people. The people on the other side of me who had stuff were miserable all the time. So these people have the stuff that you're supposed to have to make life wonderful, and they're miserable. The people on the other side have nothing, and they're happy. I used to watch it, and I'm in the middle. <laughs> How about that? And I'm learning from both sides. And I realize happiness is the state that you can put yourself in or not. And it comes from appreciation of what you have. Western society, people always want more. So they're never happy because they're never content with what they have. No, I've got to have more to be happy. You'll never be happy. And you see, I've lived that. I've been through that. I had this car. No, I need this car to be happy. Never did a damn thing. Never. So it comes from within. Regardless, if you're going to think that something outside of you is going to make you happy, what are you going to do when it goes away? Oh, I'll be happy when I get this job. Oh, I got the job. I'm happy. Oh, I just got fired. Now what? Do you see? You place happiness on an external source. You're doomed. Because at some point, it's going to change. And it's not going to be the same. Now, I'm tying this with something else that I've realized or started to learn about is reasonable and unreasonable expectations in life. We are taught as humans or Western society to have expectations on what should be. And happiness is tied to this as well. In Buddhism, Taoism, the suffering comes from expectations that are not aligned with what's going on in reality. And appreciation of what you have in reality. So you'd say, what is that? So if we bring it down to a simple sense, I have this kind of car. That's reality. I can only afford this kind of car. That's reality. But my expectations want this kind of car. Right? That's an illusion. So what happens? You allow the illusion to make you miserable. If you had appreciation for what you have, because you can learn to appreciate anything. There is nothing you cannot. And if you learn to appreciate what's right in front of you, you find happiness. 
but. We're not taught to live that way. We are taught that you need this, 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 and this to be happy. Those, to me, are unreasonable expectations. What you have in front of you is a reasonable expectation because it's there. It's why it's there. So if you focus on the mind game, you'll be miserable. If you take what's right in front of you and have appreciation for it and love it, it'll bring you more joy and happiness that you can imagine. This is the whole reason why people are unhappy. I have to get to this level. I have to get to that level. And they could be unreasonable expectations. So this whole thing about appreciation of what's in front of you. So I'm going to stretch that a little bit further for you. In the understanding of spiritual philosophy. And people don't like this. Believe me, I didn't like it for a long time either. (laughs) What is right in front of you in reality in your life is what is supposed to be there. The universe put it there. You didn't. I tell people, the biggest things that have ever happened in my life, I had nothing to do with divinely designed to be in my life. I learnt if I embrace it, it'll work and it will bring me great happiness. That's exactly what's happened. I could have had other ideas in my head, which I did, believe me, about what I think should be or not be. (laughs) Miserable. Do you see? So happiness No one makes you happy. You decide on that yourself. The expectations that you have on life or in life based upon where reality is. If there's a huge difference and you're unhappy, you are the cause of it. You are the reason. I have had to learn this. You see? If you are starving and somebody puts an apple in front of you and you don't like apples, wouldn't you have an appreciation for that apple because it's the only thing there that's real? You can, in your head, dream about something else, I don't know, steak, vegetarian dinner, but that's not there, is it? Only the apple. And that apple will bring you what? Joy and happiness because of what? It's satisfying what's right in front of you. Your own hunger. The rest is an illusion. But this is what we do. We give ourselves these, what we think are options. The only option you have is what's right in front of you. Do you see? This is Buddhism, Taoism, 
understanding. You can have goals, you know, to achieve. And the goals are usually, you know, if you can make your goals that they're so, you know, I don't know, in a reality of expectations, that's fine. I mean, I have, you know, goals to accomplish certain things, but they're in the field of what I can possibly do. So I don't have unreal expectations with them because I know what I'm capable of. And quite frankly, I'm capable of a lot. And so I can do these things. In these things, let me say this, the process of doing them, say like piano or guitar or other thing, I find the joy in the doing. If I'm going to look at what I think is going to be the end result down here, I'm going to be miserable. Do you see? Because what happens if I don't get to that end result? And I'll look back and I'll go, oh, look, I did all this work and everything and I didn't get the result. This is how I find happiness. I find happiness in the doing, not the end result. If you are with someone, we all have, I have clients like this. And when they listen to this, they're going to know who they are. I have clients who are more obsessed in getting to the end result with something in their relationship, whatever it may be, rather than just embracing the relationship and enjoy the doing of the relationship together. So they sacrifice the present moment for some ideal that I call an unreasonable expectation. If your husband is tired when he comes home from work and frustrated and wants to watch TV, and you want him to go and walk three miles because you think that should improve your relationship, you have the unreasonable expectation that's creating the unhappiness. If you embrace the fact that maybe he wants to do this and allow him to do that, you'll probably find that your relationship is a lot better. Do you see what I mean? Look at your life. See what's there, because it's supposed to be there. And start to embrace these things in your life. The conflict happens when there's an ideal that you have that's not in line with the reality that exists. It's like saying, I need to run a four-minute mile but I can only run a 20-minute mile. Do you see? So the ideal in your mind is in conflict with the reality that exists. Do you see? So what happens? It makes you unhappy. It'll make you depressed because you have this gap. So what's real? Your 20-minute mile. If you went into that and embraced that, forget about the four-minute mile. Love the process of running and doing, that will bring you happiness. You see, you're creating your own misery. No one else's. You are. So that if you embrace the 20 minute mile, you'll be happy. I mean, look at the rabbits, you know, <laughs> whatever. The snake that's coming out of the tree to try to kill you or something. I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but do you see what I mean? 
We are so far away from being in the present moment and living in the things that are there that are actually meant to give us joy. If you looked at, look, I, I live the most simple life under the sun. I have nothing. Well, I have some things <laughs> compared to what I did have. And I'm completely happy. And people can understand it. Well, I can understand how you live there and you're happy. Or I can't understand why you don't have this and you're happy. Because it's not the stuff. My state of being is that way. And I've said this before in my podcast. I only bring into my life things that have a sense of spirituality, a sense of beauty, a sense of purpose. That's all. And they're things that feed my soul. I don't need a whole bunch of stuff to make me happy. I had that. It didn't make me happy. In my room here, I have this computer, this microphone. There's two guitars on the wall. There's another guitar over there, synthesizer here, and some other stuff. Um, my writing stuff and all like that, that's all I need because I'm a creative person. I just need to create. I don't need stuff to make me happy. Other people do. It's their sense of identity. I mean, I have nice clothes and stuff like that. But my identity comes from me, <laughs> not the stuff around me. Um, you know, people create identities through things. I am a thing. So I have an identity. No, you don't. It's a label. It doesn't mean a damn thing. I have this watch creates an identity. No, it doesn't. It means that you're stupid enough to spend $10,000 on a watch that doesn't do anything. Do you see? Identity comes from within who you are. When you have a conversation with somebody, that's identity. Like who I am when I talk to people, what comes out of my mouth, what's in my brain and everything, and I talk to them, that's identity. That is who I am. That's my identity, not stuff. Stuff doesn't create identities, right? It creates an illusion of you are this, but you are not because you had to buy it to make you think, make other people think you are this. It's all an illusion. Commerce has been planned that way. You see? So, happiness. Develop it within your own self. When you develop it within your own self, Everything else around you will reflect that. Unhappiness is caused from the divide of the illusion in your brain and what's in reality. What's in reality is what's supposed to be there divinely in your life to help teach you something and to learn to embrace the present moment and to embrace happiness with that. And I'll tell you something. When you start to do that, embrace happiness with what you have. Other things will come to you to reflect that happiness. Hmm? That's how it works. This too. If you were to practice a sense of happiness from within, get rid of the divides, every problem in your life would be solved. You know why? Because there is no problem. How could there be a problem? If I'm thinking I want to know, I need to run the four-minute mile. No, it takes me 20 minutes. You get rid of that, where's the problem? It doesn't exist anymore. You just solved it. Because most of the problems in your life exist because of that. Like, I'm lonely, I don't have a relationship. Embrace the loneliness and learn about yourself. Where's the problem then? There isn't one. Do you see? So those divides create the problems. What do you do? You keep wrestling with a problem. What if it takes you three years to get to a four minute mile? You just wrestled with a problem for four years and made yourself miserable? 
That's called insanity. Embrace what you have in front of you. Love what you have in front of you. Keep what you have in front of you sacred and close to you, and it will take care of you. Thank you.